Today's episode focuses on how to live a simple yet rich life. I don't know about you, but that is exactly the life I want to build for myself. Less complicated, less busy, far less rushed, but full of the richness of moments that really matter. I'm joined by my friend Kayla Brent, who is a mom of two and an educator who helps moms simplify their lives so they can be more present for the moments that matter most, and she helps them capture it well along the way. You'll hear some of the most simple yet practical tips for self-care and what to do if you have no idea what you would do for self-care if you even had the time to practice it. So in this episode, you're going to hear that and more, and I know you're going to be laughing right along with us because we had so much fun recording this episode. Hello, and welcome to the Called to Both podcast. I'm your host, Joy Michelle, and you're in the right place if you're ready to grow your business while also being the intentional and present mom you want to be. This show will leave you feeling inspired, equipped with tangible tips, and encouraged to go after your own version of being called to both. Let's dive in. Kayla, welcome to the podcast. I am so excited to have you here, friend. I am so excited to be here. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. And just just to give everyone listening a little bit of context on our friendship, I feel like I need to back up and share how this started. Uh, I want to say this was like the beginning of 2020. This is pre-pandemic. And I'm in a Facebook group and I'm asking about some sort of software and who comments but Kayla Brent saying, let's get on the phone. I have some thoughts and I don't know how, but we ended up on the phone while she's on a road trip. Mm -hmm. And that is the beginning of what has started a beautiful friendship yes. where we talk pretty much every single day. That is, that's very correct. I was a million months pregnant you at were? that time. With my second child, that's how I remember it. So you were, you hit it right. It was 2020, beginning of 2020, but pre everything getting crazy. So yes, and we yes. had a phone call and it lined up just right because if I didn't have you during the pandemic, I don't know what I would have done. So yeah. Oh my gosh, I feel the same way, friend. I I can literally I can picture where I was in my office when we were talking on the phone, and I was like, I don't know. I'm talking to this girl. I think she lives in the South. She has strong feelings about webinar platforms, and now we're talking and we're friends. And then we got on Voxer, and that was like match made in heaven. Like Voxer is our our go to. But before we dive into all of the goodness that we're going to be getting into today about self-care and balance and all of the in-between of those topics, I would just love it if you could share with our listeners just a little bit about yourself, your journey, like where you're at right now in life and your sweet little ones. Oh, well, thank you for that intro. And first off, Joy, this podcast is amazing. I love what oh. you're doing and it's perfectly like when you invited me on here, it's perfectly aligned with what I am doing now. So you're talking about my journey. Let me start kind of at the beginning. I was and still am a photographer. I have a natural light studio. So I'm a motherhood photographer. I do families and newborns, and I'm still doing that. But in the past year, I really shifted. And it was real, speaking of the pandemic, for a lot of us, I think that brought out a lot of good in us, but it brought out things that I really, really wanted to share that I had just been pushing down for years. Like, oh, it's not photography related. I'm not going to share that. 
oh, nobody cares about my recipes or my self-care routine or my morning routine. I'm not going to share that. And so, but during the pandemic, nobody was taking pictures anymore. Nobody could go out. So I started sharing that more and people, it was really resonating with my audience. So now I'm on a mission to help mothers find a simple yet rich life. So finding that balance between simplicity yet richness of life and so that's what I do now by talking about self-care by talking about um, all of the things that we go through in motherhood but also how to preserve it well because um, I teach moms and women how to use their cameras really well both their fancy camera and their iPhone so Really, it's just about slowing down, being present for those rich moments. And since we are so present for those moments, we are able to capture them well, to post them on social media, and to preserve them well for generations to come. Because I tell you, Joy, one day we are going to have a president of the United States of America who we don't have a childhood photo of him or her because their mama was taking it on an iPhone 10. And 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 I get it. You know, I was guilty of that for so, so many years. So I have created systems and that's what I do. I share the systems of how I'm preserving it and like for my children to have forever, but also being present for those moments, not just, oh, everybody get together. We're rushing, we're frantic and all mm. the things and getting yes. the picture because that's no fun for anybody. So yes. that's what I'm doing now. I still have my photography studio. I have two boys. Um, so while I'm balancing the businesses, I am also running the roads. Uh, my oldest just graduated kindergarten and I have a one-year-old as well. So it's a circus around here, but it's absolutely beautiful. And um, right there with you, Joy, just learning how to balance it all. <laughs> I can relate to the circus. That is 100% how it goes. I leave the office and it's just like immediate mayhem. And I am a little jealous of people who can have a little bit of a commute where you can change gears. Um, my commute is like four steps, which is so amazing. So amazing. But it there, you know, the end of day routine has been something I'm trying to build in so that I can transition and to jump off of something that you said, I love that you were saying this simple yet rich life that we can have that you want to help women cultivate that and discover that. And I think, I think as moms in particular, we can be so bad at self-care because we are taking care of everyone else. Even our business gets taken care of and our clients can get taken care of before we take care of ourselves. And I mean, speaking from total experience, hand raised right now, but I think this can lead to our clients and our kids and our spouses just kind of getting the worst version of us. I'm wondering if you can share what self-care, what does that mean to you? How can we think about this in a way that feels tangible and not like a really nice idea for someone with older children or no children? Oh, absolutely. Well, let me tell you, before I answer that question directly, I have to tell you how bad I was at this. Um, the power sheets, Cultivate What Matters power sheets. If you're familiar with those, I know a lot of women use them. It pretty much there's this diagram and you have to fill out, um, it has all these different categories like finances, you know, relationships with family, all these different things. And one of them is fun. Like how, and I've been doing this for years. And I remember every year putting fun was all my, always my lowest one and thinking that's just the way it is. 
that's just the season of life I'm in. That's just how that that's just, that's just the price I'm paying for being mm. a mom and an entrepreneur. Like you signed up for this, Kayla. This is what you get. Wow. And that is when three years of doing that, and all of a sudden, I am feeling burned out, overwhelmed with all areas of my life. It's not just one area. It's not just family. It's not just at home. It's not just at work. It is all areas. I feel overwhelmed. And I'm kind of looking at this circle of all the different things. I'm like, okay, I'm doing pretty well in every one but this one. Like, there's got to be, there's something here. And so with FUD, I started literally, and I think there's a reel going around now, about like scheduling joy or scheduling fun into my calendar. And I went extreme, Joy. I went I went extreme, and you know what I did. I I started horseback riding, like, and that is extreme. Now, it's something I've wanted to do my whole entire life. I was never okay. able to do it, but I was like, and, 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 I'm over here in the South where Western riding is a big deal. So the, what you're thinking of, the cowboys and the saddles, that is what, goes on down here and that's not what I felt that's not what I wanted I wanted the breeches and the tall boots and the helmet and all of that so uh, lord willing I found a dressage rider and I was able to do that and I literally once a week go horseback riding in a helmet and breeches and boots and do all the things and what that has done for me in all aspects of my life has been a game changer it's like Mm -hmm. all of a sudden it's it's kind of like the best way i can relate it to as a feeling it's almost like a pressure and this pressure has been building up and the moment Mm -hmm. you have fun it just relieves it and Mm -hmm. it's like oh okay everything's good now and now Mm -hmm. i can more concentrate and focus on this i can be more present here and there so i have found in the the best way for me to give self-care is to do something for myself that I probably wouldn't normally do. And now the horseback riding was extreme. I don't want anybody to get like think they have to get on a horse or learn scuba diving or whatever it is. Now, if that's something you've wanted to do, I very much encourage you just to look into it because it's a lot easier to do than what you would think it is. But it could literally be going on a sushi date by yourself. Um, when Joy and I have both talked about the artist way, we've done that together and going on artist dates and that's just like a weekly Mm -hmm. date you go on yourself and it can be going out to dinner or simply going for a walk, but just making the time to have fun and whatever fun looks like to you. It doesn't have to look good to your husband or your Mm -hmm. friends. It's like, what does it look like to you? Because none of my friends go horseback riding. Let's just go ahead and put that out there, especially (laughs) at 32. I admire you so much for this and I got to witness this through our friendship and I saw this develop. I We were friends before you did horseback riding. We were friends while you talked about wanting to do it, while you explored the options and then the first day that you went and I just remember thinking like this is so cool because people talk about doing things a lot. We talk about someday a lot and it's like it kind of just like 
it gives me goosebumps a little bit when people are actually like moving towards what they really want and they're saying this is not working I don't feel balanced I don't I haven't done something for me in a couple of years and I'm going to go ahead and change that and I so I just really admire that and I know that that came about because we were going through the artist way the book together and there's a lot of uh, journaling exercises and ways that the book just really draws out of you things that maybe you didn't you've like pushed away you've quieted that voice that's like oh we should we should get out the watercolor paints again we should go for a walk like remember when we used to press flowers into a book like little things that you did when you were younger that you truly loved that just they were your true form of creativity and so I think if there's anybody listening saying I would love to figure out what is my horseback riding like what is my version of this I would strongly recommend that you pick up The Artist's Way because it it's so cool because it really is about discovering you and not someone else's version of self-care. Absolutely. And the, the Artist's Way, Joy and I have joked so much. It's like one of those things that can like wreck your life in the best way. Like <laughs> yes. all of a sudden you're getting on a horse. Like <laughs> what is happening? What is my life? And that's and that's just kind of what it does for you. It, it pushes yeah. you and, and it's in a fun, crea- it's a fun, creative way. And it can kind of feel awkward. You can only imagine. I was a little scared and I was nervous and I felt all the feelings, but now I look forward to it every week and I'm actually good at it now. Like I can ride a horse, so cool. like I can confidently ride a horse. And another thing that if somebody doesn't have the book and if you want like a way like right now you're like okay I want to know right now like what can I do Kayla I totally resonate with the zero fun thing what can I do right now well a good exercise and this is out there it's a little woo-woo but stick with me here if you get out a pen and paper I want you to write down movies or books that you absolutely love and that bring you so much joy and you might not know why but you're like, if I could step into that life, I would. And um, write them all down, every single one. Like you can even pause this and do it now. And then after you have that list, go back to it and like, what is it in particular that you love about that life? And um, then in there, and I, this is not something I made up. I don't know exactly where I read this. It's something from years past, but I've gone back to it a whole lot. And I'll give you some of my examples, which are totally insane, totally insane. But um, if you've ever seen the movie, uh, Something's Gotta Give, I can't even think of the actors, uh, actors and actresses in it right now, but she has a house on the Hamptons and it's all white on the inside. And there's just something about that that I just love so much. And then another one is the parent trap. And the parent trap, not the one that lived with the dad on the vineyard and had a horse and a camera, that is what I want. That's you. That's That's your life. This is what I made, okay? And so I was like, what is it about her life that I love? And I loved how casual she dressed. I loved her. It's Hallie. Wasn't it Hallie? Yes, it was Hallie. Yes. Yes. Hallie, you are Hallie. That's like your... You're, that, instead of like spirit animal, it's like your movie character girl. My movie is character. Hallie. And I yes. didn't even realize that. And I was like, why do I relate to Hallie as opposed to the other twin whose name I can't think of right now because I haven't finished my coffee? But <laughs> it was because like 
the horse and the her casual wear. And I mean, it was like little details like that. And she was taking pictures. She had a, a, a DSLR, which probably wasn't, it was just an SLR. I think it was a film camera because she still it was. It was. It, it was a film camera. Yeah. And everything about that, like, just resonated with me. So those are clues right there. So yes. uh, for me, like photography, obviously, uh, horseback riding, wine, hello, like go to a wine tasting or something like that. Those are all yes. little clues in there. So find the clues. That might be some things to uh, venture down, big and small. I love this exercise so much. And I, I feel like just doing a love list of all the things that you love and it can feel so random and don't judge it, don't measure it, don't try to figure it out at first. Just get it all on paper and then look at it kind of in reflection. Like let it breathe, let it open up a little bit and then come back and look at the list because it can tell you so much. And so I love this. I love this so much. So transitioning just a little bit, I would love to hear if you have any tips or hacks for balancing your business, your multiple businesses here and being a busy mom of your two boys. Is there anything that you can share about what this has looked like for you and what works for you that might work for someone else listening? Absolutely. The the first thing, oh, especially this is for the women who especially are married. And so you have your husband to think about and your kids, your husband, and you are balancing that as well. Something that was huge for me is figuring out what are the things that really make my husband feel well loved and that might sound like Kayla why are you put that pressure on you you know that's not your responsibility but as a wife like I want to make sure I'm doing things that make him feel like he's taken care of even if it's the bare minimum because you get it like sometimes all we have is the bare minimum and I figured out for my husband it's it doesn't really matter what it is as long as we have dinner together like, and I figured mm. that out. So like, figure out what it is like that could make your husband happy. Maybe it's going for a walk. Maybe it's that he gets 10 minutes with you before the kids in the morning. Uh, if mm. they're, if their love language is quality time. So for me, balancing it all has made sure to make our marriage a priority. And in order to do that, I had to figure out like, what was the one thing? If everything else falls behind, what can I do? And that doesn't mean I cook dinner every night because I do not, but we at least um, work together to make sure there's a meal together. So hmm. there's that. And the other thing that um, entrepreneurs will definitely get, just like we batch content and we batch our work, I batch my home, my, my home duties. Like I do our laundry, I do um, our grocery pickup, all of that is done on certain days and certain times, and it is batched. So hmm. even if, like I say, laundry's batch, I try to do a load of laundry at least every other day to keep it from piling up, but just having routines and systems in the home, just like we have routines and systems in our business. Like I have made our home as systematic as I possibly can so that when I come home at the end of the day, it doesn't feel like a circus. My home is still my safe place. It, business can fall apart, and we can't control that. That's a part of being called to both. Like, we can't control that. And there's a lot of things that we can't control at home either. But we can control the laundry. We can control what we're what we're putting on the table and those kinds of things. Even if it's pizza. Like, hey, yes. that was a being intentional and batching it, writing it down, whatever it is for you. But yes, that's what I do. 
I I actually really like that you mentioned like trying to narrow down and get really specific on what your husband needs from you because I actually think that in order to do this really well, it sounds like you need to know what is your like where is my effort going to go the furthest, right? And so this actually could release you from the burden of feeling like you have to do more. There's always more time you could spend. There's always more gestures you could give. But if you can just uncover like, oh, well, we just need to spend quality time around the dinner table together, being present, no phones, having real conversation. Okay, I can handle that, um, which actually just like it makes it feel more doable. Um, so I, I love that. Okay, I would love to jump into some rapid fire questions. So I have a list of questions that I'm going to be asking all of the guests that come on to call to both. I'm still kind of like finessing these questions. Uh, But if you're ready, I'm going to go ahead and jump in and there's about five. So we'll try to we'll try to make it snappy. All right. So question number one, what does called to both mean to you? Being the mom and the entrepreneur that I'm called to be. So doing them both really well simultaneously. Yeah, I love that. Okay, what is one thing that surprised you about motherhood? How much, this is the first answer that's coming off the top of my head, by the way. I have not read any of this. These are, these are the first things. But the, the thing that surprised me the most is how much milestones hurt. Oof. They hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, they hurt deep. And so, yeah, it's every milestone hurts and it doesn't get easier. I feel that. I feel that. Okay. What is one tool or tip that you can share that has helped you thrive in your business, your motherhood, or Mm. both? Not caring what anybody else thinks on Mm. all aspects, which is the hardest. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm perfect at that, but, um, correlating through all strings of life, whatever it may be, motherhood. Um, showing up in a, in a funny reel and being silly for your business because it brings you joy, but you're afraid what somebody else is going to think. Like, that's not the filter we can filter things through. We can't make our parental decisions or our business decisions through the filter of what someone else thinks. Yeah, I love that so much. I think that's so powerful. Okay, what is the last book you read or podcast episode you listened to? The last book I read, of course you would ask me this and it just slipped my mind. The last book I read, I, I'm i going to literally draw a blank. I am in another book right now, which I also can't think of. It's about it's something about a circus. I cannot think of the last book I read. We'll come back to I, it. <laughs> yes, it'll, it'll come back to me. We'll come back to it. Okay, the last question here is what is something you're excited about or looking forward to? You know... What I'm really looking forward to in both my business and in my motherhood journey, something that I'm loving right now, just in my life, and this is really going call to both, um, they are starting to mend together more so than ever before. It's like I'm not separating the two out, and that's been really fun for me. Um, As before, and Joy, maybe you can relate with this. I don't know. Uh, But, like, it was kind of like, I'm over here and I'm a professional and I'm over here and I'm a mom and here, like, especially in 2022, I'm kind of like, Hey, it's the same. (laughs) Like here I am. And that has been so relieving and so refreshing. And I've really enjoyed doing that. And everybody who's listening to this, like, it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter if you make cookies for a living or if you are a photographer, like Joy and I have been 
or whatever creative aspect that you are in, like, you can just be you. And we do care what you had for lunch. Like, we do. Like, we I do love care that. what you had for lunch. And yes. So, yeah. yeah, and that can be so freeing when you're you're just embracing, hey, you're working with me. I'm a mom. I'm a business owner. I'm more than just one thing. And I am allowed to be more than just one thing. And I think yeah. that's so freeing. Yeah. So this has been so amazing. I want you to share where can listeners find out more about you, dive into your blog, grab all of your things, and also share with us a little more about how we can get control of the pictures on our phone and actually archive this the legacy that we're documenting, the children that we're documenting around us every single day so that we don't lose it. Yes. Well, actually, I have a whole five-day challenge on that called Camera Roll Control. And if you go to my Instagram, which everything, I have a website. It's my name, kaylabrent.com. But if you go to my Instagram, um, of course, instagram.com slash kaylabrent, B-R-I-N-T, you can find all the links there. But Camera Roll Control really is a five-day challenge to help you just absolutely get control of the tens of thousands of photos that are living on our phone that may or may not be backed up. And if they are backed up, they're probably backed up with all the screenshots and the memes and things that you don't want. So um, that's what I do in that five-day challenge. I help you not only clean it up, but back it up and preserve it. Because here's the thing, nobody is going to be able to find uh, or nobody's going to come across in 20, 30 years, your iPhone and be able to access all those photos. So we want to make sure that our grandchildren and children have access to that. So yeah, find me on Instagram, go to that link in bio and make sure to say hi while you're there. Oh my gosh. I love this. Thank you so much for your time here. Have you thought of the book? If you think of the book, I can always link it in the show notes. I am going to, no, I stopped thinking about the book. I don't remember. I'm okay. I'm going to go to my default because I mean, I've read it like the past time. It's the Harry Potter series. Like I'm always reading that and I'm always reading the artist way. So there's two that I'm always reading, which is why this is the problem. I'm always reading something and yes. uh, they all kind of start to blur together, but oh, they the do. Night Circus is what I'm reading right now. It's an older book and uh, I just started it, but it's called The Night Circus and uh, so far it's good. Love it. Love it. Well, thank you so much, friend. We'll have to have you back for a thank whole other episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you enjoyed this episode, please help me get the word out about the Call to Both podcast by taking a screenshot of this episode right now and sharing it on your social media. I would also appreciate it if you would subscribe and leave me a five-star review. Thanks again, and I'll see you in the next episode.